everybody, it's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. Special episode today. As you may know from checking out the website, I'm a huge wrestling fan. And every week I'm watching some form of wrestling, whether it's old school, current day, or just reading about what happened somewhere else. So this Sunday, I guess tomorrow when you're listening to this, is the WWE Royal Rumble. And I wanted to start getting into wrestling previews on the podcast so to kick that off i called up my old buddy kevin montague and he and i break down our thoughts on who we think are going to win the rumbles both the men and the women's and the various matches look back at raw 25 also break down our thoughts on what's going on with the bullet club and if impact is worth watching uh that's all for me on this opening and here's my interview with kevin all right everybody wherever you're listening Hope you're having a good one. Tonight, I am joined by my, my good longtime friend, Kevin Montague. We're here to talk Royal Rumble, a little bit of wrestling. That's right. And mm-hmm. in the big 31st anniversary, or 31st Royal Rumble. Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you, Jeff Lyles, for allowing me to be a part of this uh, history-making moment. This is my first podcast. I'm excited about this. So thank you again for allowing me to uh, partake some wisdom, some gospel. They call me Kevin the Preacher, officially the Preacher with papers. Montague, <laughs> amen. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me, man. So I, and this is the time of year, I like kind of like from Survivor Series to right, right. this time of year where I really start paying attention to what's going on in WWE, where I'm watching kind of consistently, mm-hmm. you know, after, pretty much after WrestleMania, after the the night after the Raw after WrestleMania, I start fading out until SummerSlam. But now is my right. main point of interest. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We get that time where everybody's going to stand in the middle of the ring and point to that big WrestleMania sign in the top right. of every arena. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Looking for their big WrestleMania moment. And right. before we got on that road, Raw had a big special 25th anniversary. Now, this is mm-hmm. 25 years of not missing a Monday night, which is pretty impressive, right. even for every mm-hmm. WWE hater out there. Uh, so right. we've seen a lot of good. We've seen a lot of bad. We've seen a lot of attitude. We've seen some ruthless aggression. And we've seen some PG eh, something or other. Mm-hmm. Something, something. So for me, what's always interesting is, you know, it seems like every other year, every six months, it seems WWE is celebrating some big anniversary. We'll get all the all the highlights from back in the day when things are great with the Attitude Era. I'm always thinking you guys probably shouldn't show how cool your promotion was back in the day because people are going to be right. wondering, why don't you do it now? And Right, right. And, and Monday was definitely the case. Yeah. Where you're wondering why you can't put them side by side. Because when you do, you will see how poor the product is compared to how good the product was then. I mean, they just did clips and it was like, wow, that was cool. And the thing that that really stood out to me was none of those clips were five minute wrestling match sessions. They showed cool stuff. I mean, it was like things that people remember to this day from you know 20 years ago and they're still talking about it and and i was thinking i was i was writing up a post about the the raw show and i was thinking what are kids or what are fans who just got into it like right after the attitude are what are they going to think of 
10 years from now, like, hey, man, that, that moment in 2015 and 16 and 17 was amazing. I mean, from like that three-year period of 97, 98, 99, Raw couldn't help but have memorable moments that they're still showing today every week, it seemed. Right, right, right. And they, yeah, and I guess one of the, uh, I guess, good things about it was because of the uh, people that were wrestling. They, they were they were larger than life. They were stars versus the ones that are wrestling now. They're just regular. They're okay. There's nothing special or unique that I'm going to, after the show, going to be able to say, wow. There's no wow factor. The wow factor was back in 97. The mm-hmm. wow factor now, you have to look and, and, and research, and then you have to take time to figure out, what is my wild fact? What is my wild moment? Who's my wild person? And right now, it's lacking. It really is. All over. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So on, on Monday's show, you're not going to guess what, what wrestler stood out to me the most. Who so I was like, wow, look at this guy. And right. it was, I'll give you one hint. It was not a member of the current roster. Can you figure out who I'm talking about? Uh, I don't want to say DX. I don't want to say them. It was it was a um, member of DX. So you you've almost narrowed oh. it down. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Shawn Michaels. No, no, not Shawn. Shawn Shawn has that nice and comfortable retired look right now. But Billy right. Gunn, that guy. I mean, he, I know oh. he was wrestling still. But, but, but he's here. still wrestling. Yeah, but I mean, he looked. He, he still, but but he he looked phenomenal. That's he all. Did. He looked incredible. It looked like he could go and probably take anybody on the roster. Yeah. Well, he, he 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 just looked like he still could play whatever part and role. And and the, you know the thing with Billy Gunn, the one thing that I guess the one um, X is for him is really coming up with the ultimate finisher. I understand he had one, but for me, that was the one thing that would have put him on that next level of greatness. But right now, hey, I say bring him back. (laughs) I was really impressed. I was like, this guy looks like, he looks, you know how they always go, oh, so-and-so came back looking better than ever. And I was like, they actually could say that with Billy Gunn and it's the truth. I mean, that guy looked like he no-sold the last 20 years. Like, right, mm-hmm. right. He 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 looked like the one that was more impressive and could go. Of course, Triple H is still staying in shape, and mm-hmm. and and um, Shawn Michaels, you know, is still impressive when he he's still able to get his leg up and do a super kick. Right. That is still, you know, he still does his his stretching. Mm-hmm. Um, X Pac is still, you know, he's not going to do too much. Right. And um, Road Dog, uh, he's there. You know, I'm glad <laughs> he has a job. He's working behind the scenes. Yeah, and then Scott Hall. Scott, it was good to see. It's good to see Scott Hall. Just period. But you know, it's like, hey, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like I'm yeah, not going to be like, I oh. We, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we. It, it, it's you know, it's sad, but we were waiting for that one report to say, you know what, Scott Hall is back in the hospital. It's back, but he he he's there. Yeah, and he look he 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 looks okay. He, he looks like he's trying to make it through. So yeah. what 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 happened to where where was Big Sexy at? 
he uh he tweeted or posted somewhere that he i think he has knee surgery or he just had it so you know he wasn't gonna be able to sit in a you know in a plane for so many hours to to do that okay. so yeah but he, he acknowledged that, that yeah he and brett hart posted or posted online that they weren't going to be there and then and brett on instagram shared a bunch of his favorite raw memories and that was pretty cool he did like the the match with him against one two three kid one of those showdowns sure. with lawler and mm-hmm. you know a couple matches with or couple of moments with the Hart Foundation, had one with him and Owen, one with him, Owen and Bulldog, and one with, with Anvil. And then he wrapped it up with him and Sean shaking hands and making peace. So I, I thought that was cool. Right. right. Yeah, that's cool. That's good stuff. That's good. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have seen them, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure WWE will make room for them somewhere to, to do a return. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was good. Maybe even WrestleMania. Who knows? But my thing yeah. is, they they had this, you know, they, they touted they had a great rating and lots of people turned, tuned in. And, of course, if you hype up something for months on end, people are going to tune in, especially when you're promising the return of Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker is going right. to come back and speak. People are going to watch to see what's going on. But my big problem right. was, why would anybody, why would the casual fan come back the next Monday? And, I mean, because they're not going to see any of those guys. What right. drew? What was the big hook to make them come back? Not it can't just be the Royal Rumble, but what what was missing to you from that show? Um, number one for me, I wanted to see more wrestling. I wanted to see some, some more wrestling. I wanted more of the more of the stories told, so that when we get to the Royal Rumble we were like really hyped up. But for me, Raw did not hype up anything for me. Nothing at all. I, I, I Honestly, I, that was one of those moments where I could have turned the station or, or not watched it and, and, and had it on DVR and just watched it whenever I felt like it or hit the lead. It really didn't do anything for me. You have your little bits and pieces where you could laugh and everything like that. But, you know, this is, this is still wrestling and it's still entertainment. And the entertainment factor wasn't there throughout. You know, even there was something that was funny when um, AJ was with me, Gene. Yeah, I laughed mm-hmm. at that. <laughs> that that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Even when um, who was it? Uh, the Dudley Boys came out. I'm like, okay. Um, I guess they 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 can go back and forth whenever from one organization to the other organization. No one, you know, they're not really signed. But it was cool to see them again. Mm-hmm. But we're still talking about wrestling and building up your product right before your pay-per-view. And it wasn't there. Yeah, it was weird. It that was probably there. the coldest go-home show that I've ever mm-hmm. seen. I mean, beside Oscar tossing Bailey and Sasha out of the ring, there wasn't a whole yeah. lot of Royal Rumble. I know we did that thing with Brock and with Braun and Kane, but I feel like they've done that every week for the last month. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. That's, that's why I didn't even mention, mention that, because that was the same thing we've been saying for a while. Mm-hmm. There was nothing spectacular, nothing special, and then you're bringing in superstars to try to pull them away. You're going, why? <laughs> well, what's, yeah. your, what's your point? You're not going to let them really fight it out here anyway. Exactly. So, you know, you're gonna if you're gonna do something, show something spectacular to build up for your pay per view, and, and nothing, nothing happened. You you mentioned 
Asuka and um, when she beat up uh, Sasha and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was impressive. That was impressive. Yeah, so, so I'm looking forward to 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 that the the woman um, battle royal. Yes. So I, I had one thought as I was watching because I feel like the big key that they need is to tap into that anti-authority, that rebellious group. I mean, I, I don't understand how anybody in WWE. I mean, they don't have blinders, and they have to see all these mm-hmm. people with Bullet Club T-shirts on. So I don't understand why there's that that thing that's missing with them where they don't go we need our version of bullet club if only we had people who were in bullet club wait we do and they they make them these smiling faces and i was like man the one thing that stood out to me i was like you got dx right here passing the torch so to speak to valor club instead of having valor club smile and be like yay why not have them beat them down should have took them out. Take them out. Taking them out. Take them out. Yeah, we don't need your approval. We're we've been doing this thing for the last five years, and we've been mm-hmm. selling out arenas. We don't need you. And then if you want right. to give them the real rub, have Triple H, have uh, Billy Gunn, and whoever else. And, you, and I, I wouldn't put Sean in there, but somebody else from that group, maybe Xbox, mm-hmm. maybe Road Dog, have them fight Balor Club at WrestleMania and lose. That way, Valor Club went, has a big win on the showcase. And then right. on Raw after, they can just start going, we're taking over the whole thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. and I think I think they still have opportunity to do that, but they need to push that button pretty fast. And I'm I'm even hoping that um, Luke and um, Gallows, uh, the, 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 the Valor Club, I hope that they will do something, even in the Warrior Rumble, to help fence. Yeah, exactly. You know, all this smiling and, yes. you know, we have great friends and all of that. You know, it's really nice. But remember where you started. Remember the rep that you had in um, New Japan and um, Ring of Honor as well, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the, the 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 fear that came forth when you knew the Bullet Club was there. You knew that it wasn't just one. It was a group. And if you, if you mess with one, you mess with their entire group. But that's not there yet. They have the opportunity. They got three. And they can easily add a few more. But let's start with these three. Let them be the the the, the, the group that we know that they can be. And the thing about it, they work better as heels yeah. versus the smiling people that they are or they are perceived to be right now. Yeah. It's time. Yeah, you know, so here's my wild thought with that. So we've got three okay. members, and, you know, three is a, a good free bird demolition style or even New Day or a shield mm-hmm. version of a faction. But if you want to have a, a king, if you want to have, like, a heel faction that's dominant, you need four. You need at least mm-hmm. four. And right. they've got the perfect person, and and he's not in the WWE. He's actually in, in Noah, Cody Hall, Scott Hall's son. Yeah. You bring him right. in, and they've got yeah. the big, tall enforcer guy, and Finn is surrounded by these monsters around him, just like the original mm-hmm. four members of Bullet Club. And then right. they're just helping him win, and and he can mm-hmm. take the Intercontinental belt from Miz or whatever. But they right. need to take these guys into a different direction. And I keep feeling that with all these smiles and and pandering to the crowd, 
They're trying to set us up for it, but yeah, they really need to push that button soon. Right, right. And, and then they wrestle. They wrestled on Monday, and they they lost. Right. They no. Uh, Anderson and Gallows fought the revival, and it was a really quick match. Right. And, yeah. Right. And and who won that match? I thought um, Ballard Club won, and then we had these. Bam finishers from DX and then right. Coup de Gras. Right. And, and, and that, and for me, um, why, I don't think that was a good time to have this new group that you're building up mm-hmm. lose so quickly. Mm-hmm. Because now what? What are you going to do with them now? I don't know. They lost on the on Raw. So now the buildup for them as being the great wrestlers, now you got to go back and Rescript some things. The revival is actually really good at talking, so I'm sure they can say, mm-hmm. "Well, we only lost because you took ten guys at ringside," and and that they're they're fine. But the main the important thing for them is to stay healthy and just just be around, be available. Uh, I feel like right. they've got to be beating them next to uh, Rollins and Jordan. Maybe that's when they switch right. the titles. I don't know. Okay. Lots of possibilities. And Jordan is another right. guy who I can see them do a long, drawn-out deal and have him ultimately join Balor Club when Ambrose comes back. So then he's got right. a reason to turn on the shield because they never accepted him. And Balor Club gets another guy. And Jordan, I think, would really thrive playing the cocky, uh, you know, pretty boy athlete with those guys. Big, huge headlines before Ross started – Enzo Amore got suspended, uh, and right. with him being the the 205 champion, that that belt was kind of put in a state of confusion on Monday. The very next day, not, not really, not not really, because you know, vacant is always available to be the champion, and vacant has a has a record of um, that's un, untarnished. I don't think he's yeah. ever lost. No, undefeated. Vacant. Yeah, undefeated. Yeah, he may give up the belt <laughs> often, but he doesn't take an L. So yeah, he doesn't take an L. <laughs> WWE decided the, these rape allegations are a little serious. We don't need him screwing up our big XFL announcement, so they fire him the next day. And this was weird because later on in the week, Rich Swan, who was kind of under investigation for domestic abuse, was cleared, and apparently he's now coming back. It's amazing how. Um, these wrestlers with all the money and all the fame are easily uh, put themselves in a position for their name, their character, the brand and everything to be tarnished by their, by who they are associated with. I, I guess for me, looking at it, it's like, okay, if I'm a rich wrestler, I would not put myself in a position to lose my richness. Over and over again, you you see this because they put themselves in these positions with these people, knowing good and well this is Enzo. And looking at the young lady that he was in in uh, in uh, relations with, mm-hmm, um, I still would not just see it unless okay, maybe you are drinking and you're not really thinking clearly. Then that still messes up your character. And you are under contract saying that I will be an outstanding, um, a good employee to this company. Because nowadays, in a company, you only get one shot. Mm-hmm. After that, you may never get to the top again. 
So why take the risk? I don't know. I always feel like these guys, like you said, putting themselves in bad positions, and then they're surprised, and fans are surprised when something happens to them. Right, and then then they then they go on social media and try to explain themselves and tweet it out or something like that. This is the real story, and I apologize to my fans. And uh, yeah, I, I I don't really want to hear your apology right now. Let's let's go ahead and move on. You had your shot. Let's bring somebody else in. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people are going to be crying and missing Enzo in the in the grand scheme of things. Like maybe by SummerSlam, yeah. he'll be forgotten. Yeah, I guess right. Yeah, and that's true. I think if he was, because back in backstage, the the word is he was not a a good person to work with. He had attitude, and you know he didn't respect people. So uh, people are like, oh well, good riddance. We didn't want you here anyway. Somebody likes you to keep you here and give you a belt. But um, the, the the locker room is probably saying, okay, like we told you. You had your opportunity to stay clean, and you did. Next. Yep. So speaking of next, not not the not the NXT promotion, but have you been paying attention to Impact? Have you been watching that lately? Um, I watched it maybe about two weeks ago. Um, who was it? It um, you still had uh, who was who was the champ? Oh, um, who got who, one person, a longtime impact uh, person, um, had the, was it a match where if he lost, he had to re- lose, uh, leave impact. Oh, Storm. Who was that? James Storm. Yeah. Yeah. James Storm. That, that, that match itself, I was like, really? <laughs> That's how you go into um, in his career? Yeah. I, I'm, I've been very excited hearing from Don Callis and Scott Demore about what they have in store, but I know we're still cycling through the last batch of episodes that were taped before they came in. And it, it's, it's that weird thing that's been going on for like the last two or three years with Impact where guys come in, guys come out, and there's never any real consistency. And it's so crazy watching WWE, watching new japan seeing guys who were in tna thriving and and not just like you know having a job like a a zach Ryder, but at the top of the card with belts with titles and even ring of honor you see them too so it's just like man i know hindsight is always 2020 but you just wonder if if they were able to to stay on that path that they were on right before kurt angle came and when they were really kind of building up their generation of stars before really going all in with, with Kurt Angle, with going in with Christian and Sting to a lesser degree. But yeah, and then they had McFoley and, and all those old guys from WWE who ultimately left and went back to WWE with the right. Sting, of course. And I always watch TNA now or Impact and kind of wonder what if. And, and last year when they had the, the broken hearties, it seemed like, hey, now's the reason to watch it again. And right now it's back to that, well, okay, I, you know, you read what's going on and there's nothing really that moves the needle and makes you go, oh, I need to watch that on Thursday. Hopefully with the right, Morton Callis, right. they can change that. What do you think? Well, and, and, you know, even looking at the roster, you have some potential matchups and, and people that could really do some good stuff. You still have Alberto El Patron there, and lastly, I guess it's still there, 
No, he. Yeah, I just read that he no, no, is last week, leaving. Is the last week gone. He's leaving. Okay, EC three is gone. Is gone too, and he, yep. his contract is up. And he's already so, been spotted at the NXT Performance Center. So now your your named individual Eli Drake is still the, still the champ. You have Eddie Edwards. Um, I don't even want to say the name of this because I'm trying to figure out what did they do to him. <laughs> How did he become who he is now? The well, name like, of this, you, he, he switches calls like, yeah. But it, that name of this used to be like, oh, he is the monster of TNA, but now he can be beaten. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't have a dude under, you know. I mean, that's my my main problem with Kane being in the main event of the Royal Rumble or one of the right. featured matches of the Royal Rumble. Kane was around in 97. He should not be, not 97, 98. That's a huge difference of the whole year. But you can't have a dude playing a monster for 20 years acting like he's still unbeatable and undefeatable. So it's just, it's right. weird. And, and I guess I give Impact a lot of credit because they've evolved Abyss's character. They've taken him away from that character sometimes to give him a break, to keep up and maintain a little bit of that fear and illusion that he's this unbeatable beast. But right. yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. He was taking a lot of bumps too. He yeah. was taking a lot of bumps. He, took he was taking cool. a lot of bumps. So this was an opportunity to give Abyss a break, but still keep him around. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully Impact will turn things around. Do you, do you watch mo- much of ROH these days? Yeah, I watch, and you know, I was, I was, I was disappointed, but okay. When um, War Machine, um, yeah, they they left. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't happy, but I knew they had to. They had to roll, and yeah. I'm, I'm happy that they get an the opportunity to move on to uh, to um, the big show. Mm-hmm. Well, at least, at least, at least to uh, I guess they go to NXT first before they go to the main roster. Right. And when I started, like you know, kind of very, you know, when I kept ROH on the DVR, when I watched it, sometimes I just binged four or five episodes. It was a total different promotion than it is right now. They had AJ Styles, uh, Jay Lethal was there, and he's still there. And they had yep. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. All these guys who are Leo Rush, all of these guys who are now in NXT or the main roster. And to their credit, they haven't missed a beat. They have continued to keep a pretty interesting and compelling TV show. And they they are able they, – they're like Teflon. It's like, okay, these, these eight guys have left. We'll bring in four guys, and we'll just build them up. I love right. how they make for episodic TV. Like one thing naturally leads into the next episode and the next and the next. And it's like, okay. And then when right. they have their pay-per-views, it all comes together. It's some real classic old school booking and how you write a TV, a wrestling show. My only problem right. with ROH is the fans because they won't play their role. They will, mm-hmm. like Rock would always go, these guys just, they do whatever. They'll wear it, they'll have on Bullet Club t-shirts and then want to slap hands with all the baby faces. And it's like, stop. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that at all. And, um, yeah, and they they have quality wrestlers that really put on a great show. You know, um, Dawson Castle right now is the champ. Mm -hmm. And I did see the match with um, 
Cody. Him and Cody. And it was, it was a great match. It was a great match. So, but and he can wrestle. He surprises me each and every time I see him wrestle. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was that good, but he did, did surprise me. Then the other week I saw um, Jay Lethal go against um, Will um, Ospreay. Mm-hmm. That was an act. That was an excellent, excellent match. Um, and I was surprised because Jay Lethal isn't a young, a young guy anymore. No. But he was he was able to hang with 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 the uh, with with one of the most dynamic and energetic and just uh, one of the most exciting guys that are out there right now with Will Ospreay. So um, they they have people that they can go and. Um, for the next few years and be okay with. And of course, they have the the, the, the guys from Bullet Club as well. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I, I think that at this point, ROH and New Japan need to get together and just do the, the NWO Hollywood and the Wolfpack deal, where all the ROH guys who are regularly there can be heel slash baby faces because the both, I mean, the young bucks get cheered more than anybody in that promotion, and then when you have them go against any face, it's a stupid dynamic because the fans are chanting for who should be the heels, and right. put the young bucks and and um, Adam Page make them the Wolfpack version of, of ROH and Cody and Marty Skrull, and I don't know who else is in ROH and Bullet Club, but put those guys and make them the heels, and then you know some of the other guys. Because I just feel like at this point, they need to change up that dynamic a bit. Maybe split the Bullet Club in half, have the Bullet Club at war, and then ultimately come together in the end like the NWO did. What do you think on that, man? Right. Yeah, yeah. I think so as well. I think the, the split would be to their advantage because right now, um, they are, I just have a feeling of them dying dying out. Something needs to change when it comes to, to them. But if you have half here, half there, you just, or have some type of mixture inside and something messes up and someone gets upset with the other, then, yeah, we can go on for another two years and bring them back together. Because regardless, the Bullet Club right now is still the hottest faction in the world. Mm-hmm. In the world. Oh. Wherever you go. It's all about Bullet Club. Bullet Club shirts are everywhere in every organization, on every television show. You have somebody with a Bullet Club hat, T-shirt, something. Yeah, it's so, definitely like that. That's, that's your money pocket. Yeah, it's like the 90s where yep. on Raw, you'd see a slew of NWO shirts, and then on Nitro, you'd see mm-hmm. a lot of Austin 316, maybe some Rock and DX shirts in the mix. Bullet Club's everywhere. Yep. They are real. Yep. <laughs> All right, so yep. let's move definitely. on to the big show here. Sunday, sure. we've got the Royal Rumble, and... Uh, I guess they've finalized the card now, so I- I'm going to break them down here. We're going to pick our choices, figure out who we like in these matches here. So, okay. of course, the big headline-grabbing deal with this one is this is the very first women's Royal Rumble match. And uh, I think this has a lot of potential, but my main issue, my main concern with both is that the Royal Rumble really hasn't meant anything in a long, long time. I think the last Royal Rumble that really had some meaning to me was when Sean and Undertaker faced off. And it was, wow, okay, these guys are are going back and forth. This is exciting. Which old school classic legend is going to win? 
we haven't had that that stone cold dominating the field checking his imaginary watch we haven't really had that diesel performance where the fans were behind the guy eliminating a ton of people We've had Kofi do right. some cool stunts, but we haven't had that moment like Demolition fighting against each other or Hogan grabbing Sid so Flair wins the Rumble or Hogan and Warriors squaring off. There, there's been something that's been lacking. It's just kind of a going through the motions where everybody sits in, they punch around, they kick a little bit, and they kind of go out the ring. What What would you do right. to spice up the Rumble on either side? Um, I, I, I think for... For the men, and I'm, and I'm looking at everybody that's going here, nothing really besides John Cena and everybody trying to give him what is it, the numbers, what is it? I think it's 17. 17, I think. 17? You know, he's he's the guy that everybody say, okay, he needs to win this so he can get his 17 and then ride out, um, ride out in the darkness and be his superstar and movie star. But that just seems too right for them to do that. And so who else on here can, can even – you know, you can say, okay, this is the next big guy. This is the, your WrestleMania headliner, along with whoever wins the, uh, the, the the championship that night. And right now, I don't see anything. And I, I wish they could find somebody, okay, we're going to bring this person in from another organization, skip NXT, and bring bring them in and let them do some elimination of some of your key key players. Eliminate Orton and, and um, Wyatt and some people like that, but I think they need to bring in a, a, a hot superstar, not somebody that is uh, that's old or you know you bring somebody old in for a little while. Yeah, that's nice. You clap your hands, welcome back. But I think you need to bring somebody in that's fresh. You know what I would what I would do. What's that? I- so I'm looking like you at the at the names of the people who've declared. So so far we've got 18 guys right now. So there's still some right. surprises left, and probably guys who no one is really expecting and want to see in there that they're just going to toss right. in as fodder. If I was in charge, I mean, you know, Roman Reigns is a safe one, and you know we throw him up against Brock. Yay, okay, but. No one wanted to see that before. I don't think anything has changed. Despite Roman having some of the best matches in the WWE, I don't think fans want to see him in another main event, another WrestleMania, and where he wins the title. Because, I mean, I think Brock still has a lot of credibility with the fans, but I feel like they're getting tired Uh of his stick where he's he's here for three weeks, he's gone for four months, and then he comes and beats a guy, and and that's it. What I would do... I I I put I I'd either have Nakamura win, have him face AJ, or have Balor win. And instead of facing off against Brock, uh, against Brock, I'd have him fight AJ. So we have the clash of the Bullet Club as the main event of WrestleMania. And right, right. that's something new and, and different. And that one would and that one would sell. That one definitely would sell. And even if you had to do, you know, Finn Balor and have the Balor Club um, have his boys there. And um and then find two people to go with AJ, and have those three work at it for just a little while. Oh so man, that, uh, three on three. No, no. What you do is you have Anderson and Gallows in the middle. Which side are they going to be on? And then ultimately uh, at the main yeah. event, they choose a side. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter which one. Right. They just pick a side, and that's it. Right. Right. But yeah, um, with WrestleMania, that's your ticket. That's your big ticket match, right there. Either Finn and AJ or. Nakamura 
and um, either AJ or Nakamura and, and um, Balor. Yeah, I mean, because they work good. Yeah, they they all all three of them work good together. So hopefully they won't make a mistake and do a three way. No, <laughs> no more. Hopefully they won't do that. No more three way for a championship. No. Yeah, and that way they can still do but, Reigns and, and Brock if they want. But this way we get a mm-hmm. new face winning the Rumble, having the main event match at WrestleMania, and the fans won't right. complain about it. I mean, if Brock and Roman are the mid-match, no one's going to complain. But if you close the show with Nakamura or Balor versus AJ, I mean, right now mm-hmm. it, it's all about the fans who, who've watched these guys online in Japan and they're going to go nuts. And that WrestleMania crowd is going to go crazy watching those guys in the main event. Right. Because right. then you are tapping into a, to a market that's proven to support those individuals. Right. Now you're tapping into Japan and you're tapping into Ring of, Ring of Honor. You, you're just tapping into different things that you wish you could have um, as way to your fan base. And trust me, Japan, New Japan, they will take notice like, wow, we gave up these guys. But look at them thriving now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All yeah. right. So let's break down the rest of the card here. We've got right. Doc in the Machine Gun, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson taking on the Revival. I'm not a fan of this because you know I, I like I said I don't like Smiley Doc. I don't like Smiley Gallows and Anderson chanting out nerd at the Revival. I want them to be big nasty heels, and and I think this. I mean, it's going to be a good match because these four are good tag team wrestlers, but who are the fans really going to root for without Balor there to, to prompt the fans to cheer for Gallows and Anderson? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, plus, they they wrestled on Monday. So now you have them wrestle again. So I guess it's only fair to have the Revival win this one. Yeah. But for them, I, I just don't even like the matchup going back and forth. Um Especially with uh, um, Balor Club, they when they are the, the face, it just doesn't look right. It just doesn't appeal to me. They have to be the heel in this. And, mm-hmm. you, and this is one of those things, you don't have a face in here. Both of them are heels. So let them, let them really go at it and, and against one another to see who's the best. Mm-hmm. I don't need a heel versus a face in this one. Yeah. I don't need anybody cheering for, you know, because they are good guys and they're smiling and saying they're with their catchphrase. Although I don't, I never like that catchphrase at all. They're like, what? That makes, yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> Get another one. Try again, department. Try again. Oh, you can't, and you can't, you, I guess you can't say, well, I guess they can't say too sweet, can they? Yeah, they can say it as much as they want. Yeah, they, they can say that. Yeah. Crank okay. out t-shirts and everything. So we've got a six-man yep. cruiserweight or a six-man 205 match. We've got Kalisto, Lince Dorado, Graham Metalik versus TJP, Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak. What do you think about this? Do you care? Because this is a fast-forward break for me. Um, yeah, I'm going to the bathroom on this one. Um, I will go back and watch it because I do like to see them fly around and do stuff like that. But this is one of those you can say, well, I can watch this later, but it should be a fast-paced, um, quick-moving match. But um, I, 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 it doesn't really interest me on a pay-per-view. But the, you know, this is one of those things you put them back on on um, what is it Tuesday? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah Tuesday. <laughs> this is one of those Tuesday matches. Then we all, wait a minute, didn't we always see them before? I'm sure. On Tuesday? Several yeah. times. Yeah, so it's like this is a wasted thing, but it's okay to go get yourself something to eat and drink. You know, this is your time. That is for you. All right, so Raw, the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan, are taking on Cesaro and Sheamus. And I feel, and it's just January, but I feel like Seth Rollins, with numerous partners, has been fighting Cesaro and Sheamus, the bar, since last January. Is that just me, or, or, or is that really the case? Yeah, they've been fighting, some like, every show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I guess... I feel that if I had to do this, this I guess I would go ahead and turn turn Jordan against Rollins. Go ahead and get it over with. Go ahead and let Sheamus and Cesaro have have the championship because I'm tired of seeing Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan together. I'm tired of seeing that. Um, and I believe Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins, if they fight against one another, I think they could have some excellent matches. I really do. They could. I, I'm with you on that, but I feel like a better showcase for this because no one cares about these, these championship matches leading up to the Rumble for the most case. And they're just kind of throw away. A good stage for that would be would be WrestleMania where we could have a good match and maybe have them lose to Gallows and Anderson or the Revival, whichever, whichever team they want. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that's a good key match at SummerSlam. Okay. But, they would have I can see that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm holding I'm holding the belts on them for this one because I, I I'm really tired of how the the booking of the tag teams is. We just see right. the champions in whatever main challenger for months. They don't do anything to build up the other teams in the division. So I, Cesaro and Sheamus are big bruising tag team. They can go against whatever face team they want, and they can carry a few mm-hmm. just from being big bullies. And they don't need the titles right. to do that. Yeah. Because they are the bar. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so then on SmackDown, we've got Jay and Jimmy Uso, the Usos, Uso. down since day one, going against the newly healed Chad Gable right. and Shelton Benjamin. American Alpha 2.0. Wait a minute. You got, you got to say Shelton Benjamin properly. Shelton Benjamin. That's how they say they, they <laughs> Usos do it. They, they say it nice and slow. But they do it with respect because they know <laughs> Shelton Benjamin can always go. He can. Shelton <laughs> Benjamin. Like, put him up in, in lights. Yep. I'm a huge fan of this run of the Usos. They've been killing it. They they were mm-hmm. my pick for Tag Team of the Year. I know everybody's all with the Young Bucks, but the Usos are nah. putting together quality uh, matches it, all year. It, it got to be the Usos. Yeah. It has to be. Last the, the year before last, yeah, Young Bucks, the Young Bucks. But this year, the Usos. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I don't want this reign to end. I'm curious to see what tag teams they could put against them, but I'm I want them to keep the titles. So two out of three matches two out of three falls should be a really good match and hopefully the Usos mm-hmm. hold on to the belts. How about you? Right. Yeah, I I would like that, but it's something about these guys when they are a heel that makes them a little bit special. That they're able to at least get this win but lose it when they had the rematch. Yeah. And then let that be it. Because, yeah, they, they've been going back and forth for a few months now. Mm-hmm. That's another thing you got to keep in mind. They've been going back and forth. For, so you can't have them keeping up right. this feud but for so much longer. Right, okay. 
And then maybe they get the belts back at WrestleMania. Okay, I got you. Yeah, that that works. That works for me. Okay. Not the two hour three falls. I don't know. And please, we don't want to do a gimmick match, but maybe just you know, um, make it special. Make it special when the Usos win it back. Yeah. Well, they could definitely do that. So. Yeah, with these four, that should be a good match. Bobby Roode yep. has a open challenge for the United States Championship. Is there any <clears throat> is there any way this is not Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> um, Dolph Ziggler reincarnated as what's it? We gotta give him another name, something. The inf- and please, please don't have him come out in a mask or something crazy like that. No, they could. Do, oh. I'm, I would be down for him coming out with a mask beating him and then saying, I truly am the United States champion or have James storm come out. Now that's a, that's an open challenge. And they now, can carry now, that. Now, now that one, now that would be a good one. That would be a good one. I don't, I to have Dolph Ziggler come out in a mask and then win. it seems like they've tried that before. They, they've done that before, have a mascot come out and then they win and then take it off. Like no one knows who it is. <laughs> Like yeah, we like we boo boo the fool. We know who you are, Dolph. Dolph, we know who you are. But beer money wrestle each other because they had classic matches in Impact. They did. They had classic matches in Impact. So this right here would would work. And Bobby Roode, the look on his face mm-hmm. would be amazing. Yeah, amazing. So let's let's see how they how they do that. I don't I don't know who else would. Um, would matter. Would fit this. Mm-hmm. And then maybe this yep. is the way that they turn Bobby Roode heel, like he should be on SmackDown. When Storm, you know, they have a little face fight and, and Storm beats him for the title, and then Roode snaps mm-hmm. and becomes a heel, and he's still glorious, but now he's just a pissed off, glorious heel. Right. That's my hope. Right. He, he's, a, he's in his proper place being a heel. Exactly. All right, so now we've got the world title matches. AJ Styles okay. is taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, aka Cammy, in a match where hmm, in a match where AJ, if he loses, loses the belt to what will now be the co-holders of the WWE Championship. What do you think about this? And should AJ lose? And is this new no. ownership mean anything to you? No, no, AJ should not lose. AJ shouldn't lose the belt for for a minute. Um, but this handicap match. Uh, I just want to see which one between Shane or Brian um, causes uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to lose. Who does it? Who does? Who does them? Who does them in? Shane or Brian? I think Daniel Bryan doing it would be like the ultimate screw job to those two because they've acted like he's in their back pocket all the time, and that would be a nice little bow to their storyline. Of course, it would be paid off so well if Daniel could go and wrestle. Like AJ and Daniel Bryan versus Owens and Zayn at WrestleMania would be amazing, but I'm going to assume right. he cannot wrestle still. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, now I, I, I wonder to what it, how far along is he in his recovery. Because the word on the street is he is coming back. Is just when and can he get ready in enough time to be able to put on a quality match? Because Shane, you know, he's he's okay, but he can't carry your match, and you can't leave it up to Kevin and um, um, Sammy. I, I guess you could, but then it would still look lopsided. Mm-hmm. But let's 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 hope that's the case to be able to have um, Brian and 
Shane McMahon wrestle Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. It could be fun. But AJ AJ's going to win. AJ's going to win. Okay. All right. I agree. AJ's no, going to win. Yeah. He, he's, 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 he's got to win. Yes. <laughs> because you can't, have, you can't have that belt being shared by, by two individuals. It, it just doesn't work. Well, they, they did a ripped co-holder belt with Michelle McCool and Layla, so not the first time. Yeah, but yeah, but that's 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 a lesser title than your main SmackDown title. True. All right. So last title match is a triple threat mm-hmm. match because they've managed to keep things a little bit different in all these title matches. Brock mm-hmm. is the def- Brock Lesnar is defending Brock. his title against Braun Strowman mm-hmm. and Kane. Right. What's your thoughts Kane, on this? Kane is, you know, I, I'm. It's it's sad how they put Kane in this match. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. Kane, Kane can't can't win. <laughs> um, he he just he, he just can't win. He he has to be the one that that takes the fall. But it's just who's gonna who's gonna do him in? Well, it's gonna be Lesnar or Strowman. You know, and and how they made Kane was the monster. Mm-hmm. He was feared. Now, Kane, really? Yeah. I thought you retired. <laughs> now you back. You need to re- you need to consider your next political goal, which you can ready to be eventually. But yeah, I I have to. Uh, I want Braun to win. Mm-hmm. I really do, but I don't know. Right now, he's hot. Right. Everybody likes him. He's he's, he's likable, even with him and his mixed match challenge with uh Alexa. with Liz. Yeah, with um, you know, he's he's a likable character. Although he's supposed to be still the monster. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> but it's but it's tough not to still give it. To Brock, yeah. But, but I want Braun to win. I want Braun, Braun to win. But then, where does that put Lesnar? But see, the thing with, with Brock is he's not like the centerpiece dude. Like it's not a situation where oh, it's not a WrestleMania without Brock defending the title. I would be actually more excited about Braun versus Roman for the belt because those two have really good chemistry. Brock is we've seen Brock's matches. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Anyone but but Roman. <laughs> Anyone. Anyone but Roman. I, I, I'm quoting Bray Wyatt. Anyone but him. You're going to be okay, disappointed. You're going to be very, very disappointed. I know, I know, I know. I've just know. come to accept it now. So okay. I, I'm with you. I, I want Braun to win. Brock's going to win because apparently written long ago was Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania which does not have me excited whatsoever. All right, last but not least, because I wanted to save this because it was historic. Who's going to win the 2008 inaugural Women's Royal Rumble match? Uh, it won't be Ruby Riot. No. It won't be Liv Morgan. It won't be Sarah Logan. That's funny, Morgan and Logan. Ah. <laughs> Those two names sound very familiar to me. <laughs> uh, it won't be Bailey. It won't be Naomi. It won't be Natalia. 
Wait a minute, Charlotte is not in this? Charlotte's the champ in SmackDown. So That's both right. her and Alexa Bliss That's right. not be That's wrestling. right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I have to change my fantasy because I thought she was – that's right. You're right. I got to change my fantasy card that I did. Um, I'll say it's between Sasha, Nia. Um, I need a third one. And, and uh, Asuka. <clears throat> I think between those three. And I want – I really want to say Nia. I really want to. Um, but it's always interesting. You're the biggest person that's on – that's in the uh, – the Rumble or the, 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 the Battle Warriors usually aren't the ones that win. And they've never really treated Nia appropriately like a big, giant care, you know, figure right. anyway. She's, right. they just, she's just bigger than them, but they still, they still have her wrestle like everybody else. So they don't really take advantage right. of her size. Right. But, uh, and Mickey, of course, they're not going to let her win. No. She's, she's still, you know, she's Hall of Fame bound. Mm-hmm. But I can actually see Becky winning this. <laughs> All right, I can, I can see Becky winning or Sasha. Becky or Sasha. I, I'm gonna tell you why you're way off base. So okay. this is the first ever women's Royal Rumble match. Okay, you said first ever. With first emphasis. okay, ever. So okay. that means history in the making, and there's okay. no chance, no chance that. Stephanie McMahon, who is doing the commentary, will not take this moment to get her face immortalized in this big crowning achievement for the female women's roster. And she's going to win the Rumble and still have Oscar versus uh, Alexa and and, and Carmella or anybody on that SmackDown side can challenge Charlotte. So they're going to get this big moment. I forgot about this. They, they really they have other people that can come in. I forgot all about that. Yeah, this is a company that trolls and, and, their and, families. When that first ever women in the bank or female money in the bank, they're gonna do the same right. kind of thing to disappoint everybody with this. That's my call. Right. Yeah, I forgot about Stephanie. And Stephanie, if you ever seen her videos, her working out, yeah, she's in shape. Yeah. She can go. She's good. She's she's good enough. She's in shape enough to be able to someone over the top rope, which is going to be interesting because a lot of these um, ladies, they, they're really short and to go over the top rope, it, it, I, I, I want to see their athleticism uh, on display when they are tossed over. And I just pray that they don't hurt themselves because it's not like it's, you know, two, three feet. Right. And then, you know, you go over it. We're talking about, what, 15 mm-hmm. to the ground? And you have to be careful when you go over the rope that most of them probably still going to hit the mat and then go down. But to go all the way over, it's going to be tough. I would put money on Asuka, Becky Lynch, and Naomi mm-hmm. in the final three. And then we're going to okay. see Stephanie come number out. 30. She's going to be number 30. And Asuka and Becky are – no, Asuka and Naomi are going to eliminate – eliminate each other and then Becky because she's athletic enough to take one quick bump from Stephanie Stephanie's mm-hmm. going to knock her out now I may change that up a bit and add in Nikki Bella and put her in at number 29 so she's there at the end and Stephanie eliminates her okay. but yeah that I, I, I can't see any way but Stephanie ending that show or ending the women's match smiling in the middle 
and forever for right. every other video package we'll always see stephanie in there and hopefully she won't get in the middle and start saying doing a yes chant yeah 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 because yeah. 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 stephanie yeah. has no self-control with those kind of moments as we see right. every time there's a historical women announcement with the wwe so mm-hmm. all right all right man well that runs down the 2018 Royal Rumble. We'll have to catch back up soon so we can see how our predictions worked. Just looking forward to this uh, Royal Rumble and just watching and, and just seeing uh, whether I was correct in my predictions or whether I was way off. But regardless, I'm just happy for another pay-per-view, another Sunday. And let's just enjoy this. All right. Can't agree, can't argue with anything you said, and could not agree more. Thank you very much, Preacher Montague. All right, guys. Man, I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you much. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. So there you have it. That's our Royal Rumble 2018 predictions. Hopefully, Stephanie McMahon will not stand triumphant in the end of the show. And we'll get some crazy surprise like a Finn Balor or Nakamura win just to throw everybody off. And it won't be what everybody's predicting with Roman Reigns ending up going against Brock Lesnar to wrap up WrestleMania. Thanks for tuning in to this one. And I hope when you do check Royal Rumble, it's a good one. We got the takeover, which of course we didn't talk about. So I'm looking forward to watching that tonight. And uh, as usual, expecting that to overshadow the, the main roster's big show the night, the following night. So hope you have a good one. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.